If you don't know by now, you're listening to God Bless the 20-somethings, a podcast dedicated to providing quality feedback on navigating your 20s. Whether in your early 20s or late 20s, even getting through this 20-something decade, there's always a tool or joke you could use to get through it. Check it out. Hey, y'all. We're back for episode two. Dose. Numero dos. Yes, we're back, baby. Um, Super happy about where we're going right now everything's good can't complain life is good how are you doing vicky um i'm doing great like i'm actually at a place in my career where i'm like super satisfied for the first time i'm like interested i'm not like sad as fuck waking up for work like you're in a space that you want to be in yeah like it's just it just feels weird it almost feels unreal like when you're somewhere you thought you wouldn't be like you're like what the fuck i really work here okay cool but how is it like onboarding during the pandemic oh it's horrible this is my second time onboarding you onboarded too during the pandemic yeah i did too (laughs) (laughs) it's awful honestly like it's so hard to catch on like via webcam and then people just like i think sometimes people forget that like we're not face to face so it's harder to catch on to things then people be like oh i'm sharing it on my screen but the screen sharing be fucked up it's awful How, how was your experience um, I would say it's definitely awkward because I'm a person who picks up more off face-to-face in physical interaction with people. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you're onboarding and then, like, they go through the first day of, like, showing you everyone's, like, name and their line of business and who they are and what contact you'll have with them. And it takes you longer to figure out who they are. Because you're not seeing them. It's because, yeah, it's like, I don't like that because I'm like, I remember people's faces. So when they say their name and no shade, but in general, it's harder to like recall white people's names and who they are because it's just a lot rather than black people. I feel like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is this not racist? It's no, it's not racist. No, it's because they think all black people look like they do, and we don't, and we don't, we don't. It's very disrespectful. But I feel like if I'm not face to face and I don't speak with you often, it's sometimes harder for me to recall who you are, and I will confuse people. And sometimes, ooh, I be calling, I be having like just close my mouth and be like, hey, you know what's crazy? This one girl. I just started my job. It's another girl named Victoria, too. She wrote me, like, not Victoria. Somebody else was looking for the other Victoria. She was like, oh, hey, Victoria. Um, I'm looking for the files of the case study for the AT&T work, and can you send it to me ASAP before end of the day? And I'm reading the message. And I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? Then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wait, she must be looking for the other Victoria. And I'm like, oh, you, you got me confused. She's like, uh, so sorry, so awkward. I haven't met you. I'm like, yeah. So it's just awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was just like, it's okay. She's like, oh, but how are you? I'm like, good. And I, I think that must be like a thing when you have like a colonizer's name, you know? Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you can't confuse Prudencia. I would think you're Spanish. I am. I'm Dominican. I gotta go, y'all. <laughs> I mean, but. Jato Sabes. Hey, get the fuck out. <laughs> but hey. I feel like that happens a lot when you have a very like popular normal name it's easy to be confused especially typing emails i've done that before you called the wrong victoria i i emailed the wrong paul i've emailed i like just because sometimes we're typing it in teams or in microsoft 
it just populates the first person. And sometimes mm, you don't see yeah, the last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Happens, so, happens. yeah, that happens to me all the time. Happens. And people find it incredibly offensive when you have the wrong person or type their name wrong and it's there. I remember one time at work, this was at my other job, I onboarded um, through the pandemic. I wrote this guy an email. Nobody on the chain name was Jessica. So I was very confused to this. He said, thank you, Jessica. Who the fuck is Jessica? Nobody on his chain name is Jessica. Like, I'm confused. And I mm-hmm. said, although Jessica is a beautiful name, it's Victoria. Period. And he didn't respond. Speaking of not responding, um, Earl, a.k.a. DMX, oh. isn't responding to life right now. Um, stop. I really, stop. I'm not even going to say it right now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, God. She, my friend, sorry too. <laughs> she played too much. It's it's not a funny matter. Did I know that. Making jokes with your it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. It was a segue, actually. A, a good segue. segue. Okay, I feel that. Uh, but it is very unfortunate. So apparently, he has overdosed really bad. Did they say on what? No, you know, I think that we always know what it is. Just like when Whitney died, they didn't want to say what the autopsy was, but we already knew. It was crack? I didn't know. Whitney was crack? Yeah. Oh, damn. (laughs) Stop. God. It's not funny, but I'm not, I'm not laughing at the situation because I take incredibly serious mental health and like abuse and all that stuff and vices and stuff like that. I take it very serious. Um, I just, um, I hope he pulls through. Me too. That's... And because he's such a powerful person, and also I feel like he's very covered by the cloth. Like, cloth? he should have been a pastor. Like, You think so? Yeah. I think if DMX came out with a gospel album, I wouldn't be shocked by it. Like, Kanye doing it, it's because he's just trying to show you how talented he is and he can work in any, work in any genre. Which he can. He can. But DMX, it's like, when he speaks, come on. It's like, definitely, you know, it's very, yeah, it's very, yeah, it's very preacher like. Like, yeah, he has it down, but I hope that he pulls through and has an easy recovery, maintains a strong will to not go back to that yeah, because he if has he wakes up and falls back to it again. It's like, what was the point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a lot of people who cares about him, and I hope he cares he more about himself. Kids. Why is that shocking? That's a lot of fucking kids. In retrospect, hmm. 15 kids is not a lot of kids. He's a rapper. He has the most From kids. the 90s. Um, really? Yeah. I, I feel like someone else has more kids. No. Mm, he's a rapper. I said, damn. Mm. Oh, get well soon, DMX. Yeah, get well soon, DMX. Um... Everyone, please, you know, get vaccinated as well because these vaccinations are coming out and I'm getting vaccinated in two weeks and I'm excited. Shout out to you. And looking forward to it. I feel like they're pushing the vaccinations, so we are going to go back to work. So if you don't think you're going back to work, you definitely are with or without a vaccine. Yeah. To the girls who think they're not going to go back to work, you're in for a rude awakening this summer. We're all going (laughs) I'm like, I'm going back. Yeah. We'll be back there by June, July. I mean, yes, I do look forward to the interaction. Yeah. You know? But not every day. But it's just, 
the thought of waking up early to have mm. to commute and then mm. at the end of the day do that commute on a train. Mm. No shade. New York is cute, but sometimes commuting in the morning, commuting in the afternoon during rush hour, peak hours it's is... Hell. It sucks. Mm. It fucking sucks. But that's why we moved here. We moved here for an experience, honey. Love it. Yeah. God bless the twenty somethings in New York. God bless us. Woo. Yes. Such a great time. Woo. But overall, like how yes, are you... the real New York is overall. Overall. It was giving Ray Buffalo. That's what I was trying to give. <laughs> but yeah. But overall, like, how are you really feeling? What's life like? Um, how am I feeling? Um, I think I'm happy. I would say I'm going through this thing in like 2021 where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to find happiness in like things or people. I'm just going to find happiness in like anything that's just within myself. I don't know. Like, how do you feel about that? Um, I'm always here for that because, you know, this topic of discussion for this episode is codependency. Yes, um, something that I think all of us go through at some point and continuously battle with mm-hmm. at some times, especially like with being girls, because girls talk more than guys, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So it's very much a codependent relationship that I feel like everyone has with each other and everyone, like right. friends, family, family, work. Relationships. Relationships, period. So for the girls and guys who don't know what codependency is, it's an excessive emotional or psychological reliance on a partner, typically one who requires support on account of an illness or an addiction. Now, when we talk about addictions, you know, sometimes it can be drugs and stuff like that. But sometimes it's not drugs. It's not not always that. It's It's never that extreme. For some people. And if it is, girl, you better go check in somewhere else because I can't do nothing. I'm not the savior. Yeah, I know. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, codependency is like a real big thing right now for us. And I've had a lot of conversations with people that I know about manipulative, like Mm -hmm. codependency situations. Like I'm not here to name names because I could be speaking about myself. I could be speaking about the the neighbor. The neighbor. You I can sleep about my mom, cousin, boyfriend. Like, it's so many people to speak about. I think what's funny about doing this podcast, I think some of our friends and close family, they listen to the show to, to see if we're going to talk about them. Do you feel like that? Of course. And, I... and no shade. You're not always the topic of discussion, sweetie. The chip. <laughs> the chip on your shoulder, okay? The ruffle chip, get off of it. Right. Like, I mean, I'm, no. we're not here to speak about. Listen, this is just all advice. We're not bashing. And we're not even talking about somebody. We're not even giving specific people advice. Because I feel like sometimes it happens. It does. It does. Yeah. They, they're like, were you talking about me? I See, it was this guy I was talking to. I remember he asked me. He's like, so you be talking about me on your podcast? And I'm like, no. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and if I was, mind your damn business and just be a listener and stay a fan. Like... You don't, we don't always have to hear the listener letters from you guys. Like, facts. But I think because codependency is such a big thing, like, for me to speak about codependency from my reference, mm-hmm. I feel like the way I was raised with my mom, um, I feel like for the most part, emotionally, our relationship was not ever the best because I feel like it's very difficult for someone to be emotionally invested in a child, especially when you're a single parent and you're mm. doing the mom and dad role. 
especially financially. Like my mom has always been the breadwinner and she's just always done a phenomenal job being a hard worker. Mm -hmm. But I feel like sometimes I think our dynamic can be difficult, especially when uh, navigating boundaries with your parents. Mm -hmm. And I think some parents are really good at using that codependent role and being manipulative and making the child feel guilty if they don't do something. Not to say that my mom does this to me, but she doesn't. But overall, I feel like there are times where if I don't do something, I'll feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And it's because I've allowed our dynamic to just become so codependent where if I don't do it, I'll be like, damn, I should be doing this because I'm her child. But it's like, wait, I'm her child, not her partner, not her boyfriend. So with that, you said not her boyfriend, not her partner. Do you think partners have to be codependent on each other? Um, I think, yeah, where, wherever I lack, you pick up. I believe in that and like in relationships because whatever I don't know, you should know or whatever I do know, I'll tell you. But I think sometimes there are healthy codependent and there are toxic ones. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, I think when they get into relationships in their 20s or even their 30s or whatever, you guys build relationships through trauma because you guys may have suffered the same trauma. So now you've created a codependent relationship through sharing a bad trauma. So you're with him because, you know, you know, your, your dad may have used to beat your mom and you know, his dad may have used to beat his mom. So you guys are sharing the same dynamic. It's kind of like, no, that shouldn't be a reason why you feel like you belong with that person. Cause you guys had the same cut. Like, I mean, yeah, I I do see that. And, like, some people be like, oh, my daddy wasn't in my life. My daddy wasn't in my life either. Okay. Yeah, no. (laughs) We're not. (laughs) We're not going to. No one's going to have a grandfather. No, like, that's not what we're going to do. And I think some people do that so easily because they feel like, oh, I need this. Or some girls love to be in situationships, love to be in relationships because they feel like they need a man to be codependent upon. And some, some, I think we're conditioned as women, black women sometimes mm-hmm. to, to think that, um, we have to be in a relationship to have an identity. And if you haven't been in one, that means you don't really have an identity because your job on this worth is just to bear children and That's cook a man's that. food. No, that is yeah. not the look. If you don't have your own identity and don't have your boundaries with it, like, what are you doing? That you're like, wow, she's preaching today, guys. I mean... Yeah, a lot of women do depend on relationships to feel whole or be happy. Like, I do see a lot of girls on Twitter or social media be like, oh, I'm so sad. I wish I had a boyfriend. But really, would that nigga make you happy? No. He wouldn't. His it- saggy, sorry, sweat balls having ass would not make you fucking happy. He doesn't even have a savings and he's not even going to pay your bills. He's not or- going to pay a bill. He just going to fuck you. You may not nut. And that's it. Like, you don't, I don't, me, per, and, and again, I'm not saying niggas ain't shit, because there's some men out there, they decent. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you can't really depend on a relationship to make you happy. Like, right. Ever. Even if, like, that is a good guy. Like, Very true. don't be like, oh, he's the reason why I smile in the morning. Like, 
Girl, you better be smiling because you seen your reflection, honey, and it was giving a very cute look. I know that's motherfucking right. Okay, but um, I don't know. A lot of girls do, and it makes me sad when I see a lot of girls sad over relationships and not having a man. Like, oh, that doesn't that hurts me. Like, yeah, I'd be like, wow. And this is coming from a bitch who stayed in situationships. It, it hurts me that people be sad. I'll be going. I used to be sad about niggas. I'd be sad every three years about a nigga. But now you just really can't depend on somebody to make you happy. Like, make yourself... Find happiness in... Oh, like yesterday. I was about to go to sleep. I was going through Amazon Prime. I seen they put a different world on there. That made me so fucking happy. They did? Yeah. I'm probably going to start watching that. Listen, and you find joy in little things like that. Not no fucking person or, like, a possession. Like... But that's just my take. Mm. I mean, but there are times where sometimes you feel like you have a temporary fix, but also, um, like, even work-related having codependent situations. So, like, say, for instance, that I realize something I do, um, I feel like when you're new in your training, sometimes you don't want to make a move until you, like, confirm with, like, your boss mm-hmm. to make sure you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. So, like, now when you're in a point where, like, you can make your own decisions and you don't have to check in, you don't rely on someone else confirming or validating what you know because you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I realized that like a week ago when I was like working and someone sent me an email and I knew what I was doing and they questioned my thoughts. So I was about to have like an imposter syndrome moment. Like, do I know what I'm talking about? So I was going to like email my boss to be like, am I doing this right? But I'm at the point where like, I don't need to be codependent on her and I don't need her to validate what I know. So I feel like in work aspects, sometimes as females, it's even harder to have a black. backbone, black females, people of color. In to the have industry. A, ooh, to have a backbone and just like speak up for yourself or in the email you and they ask you, are you sure? Can you confirm? I'm putting this person in this email for awareness. Like they do that whole thing just to like, Listen, I don't like it, but you know, it's something you have to realize, like to get out of a codependent situation. Well, how do you even know if you're in a codependent, a codependent situation? That's a good question. Oh my God. Like what are the signs that a person is codependent? So one of them is like difficulty making decisions in a relationship. Some people also have this thing where. You call your friends, you speak about a situation, you tell them the story, and you hope that your friend could give you the input. Sometimes, most most friends call for venting, but most of the time you're calling because you want that person's input because you know they understand you, but they also have a bias to you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are you codependent on your group chats? Are you waiting for them to give you the answer to what you should be answering because no one's in your situation but you? Um... I, I do that. I, I'm going to be honest. I do do that. Like, I'd be like, girl, this fucking nigga just text me. <laughs> Am I going to go hang out with him? And then people be like, nah. And I'd be like, oh, because I had wanted to. <laughs> it No, it's like that sometimes. So, like, another thing is, like, difficulty identifying your feelings. So, I feel like feelings is very difficult for females because... Given a week, bitch, you could be very hormonal. Like, you could be just be going through the rocks of, like, about to be on your period. So, this, the decision you're making is really based off of like a temporary fit, yeah. feeling. Yeah. Especially depending on the day that you had at work, if you didn't get no sleep, mm-hmm. if you're hungry. It really depends with females because 
you know, we are sometimes multifaceted with emotions at, on days. Like, we so. Uh, and then the last one is difficulty communicating in a relationship. Mm, being an effective communicator. I would say Pre is an effective communicator. I try to be. Me, I would say I'm learning. In the past, I haven't been. Like, I didn't used to say shit when shit used to bother me. Or, like, if I had a question, if I felt like it was too invasive, I wouldn't ask it. So, I'm still growing, guys. <laughs> I mean, there's always room to grow. But I try to be an effective community communicator because I feel like I watch so many movies and shows and I'd be like, if that person just would have said how they felt in the beginning of the movie, they would have been together. There wouldn't have been an accident. And maybe because I'm watching too many Grey's Anatomy, but like, I feel like (laughs) life or death really be a thing sometimes not to call it extreme, but I don't be thinking, I just, I don't know. I just be like, "Mm." nah, I be trying to say what I feel. So I don't have to like come to it later and like live my life in regret, and also say what you feel to yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Like, do you tell yourself like I'm tripping right now, or do you to let your friends tell you you're tripping right now? It's easier to fall down in a hallway and no one catch you by yourself than to fall down in front of somebody be like, damn, you tripping? Yeah, <laughs> literally yesterday, you tripping? Good night though. <laughs> No, for real. Um, but also, I put my pride aside if my friend's talking to me. If I, I'm really happy when someone I'm close to can tell me I'm tripping and I didn't have to ask them. You know how you something to speaking to your friend, you're venting, and then you ask them, "Well, what do you think?" But they just tell you off rip, like, "I'm gonna let you know right now. I heard what you said, but you tripping because of X, Y, Z." Yeah, I like I like that. Not everybody's gonna do that though. Yeah, no yeah, and some people they don't have the language to do that because they, it be coming off like terrible. Hurtful. And there's some people who do, do that and it's terrible. Yeah. And sometimes you may need that language. But yeah, yes. Yes, you do. You do. <laughs> sometimes I need it. <laughs> I you fucking do. <laughs> the best way I learned bitch is from embarrassment. <laughs> Fucking, if my homegirl say something, oh girl, that fuck nigga was a gook anyways, and I'd be like, wow, a gook. Are you tripping off of a nigga who ain't paying your bills? Oof, embarrassing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's embarrass me, baby. They be like, girl, you know my niggas be small. They be like, girl, that nigga not even five eleven. No, not even five eight. <laughs> no. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're listening, no shade. It's not about you. But um <laughs> No. Um it be like that sometimes though. But to be real, it's kinda like in sickness and invalidation. The sickness of codependency and the issue of seeking validation from that codependency. It goes hand in hand. It does. Like we all seek validation. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Social media is the devil of that validation. Oh, you got people posting every little blood clapped, blood cleat, blood cleat thing, like literally. And it's like, why did you post that? Exactly. No, tell me why. Because you could have kept that in your phone and you know, like you had that. But you wanted to post so people could DM you, like, oh, like, congrats, or oh, I see you, or oh, like, what? You know, like, you're seeking validation. 
And I'm happy Instagram is like, they're starting to get rid of the likes, I think, for on yeah. certain pages. So, but influencers hate that. But they do. I think it's a good thing because clearly it's causing an issue and making people's head big. And, but then also, that's your own problem because you don't have boundaries for yourself on social media. See, they posting literally everything. They bank statements. People posting their boyfriends. <sighs> Bitches be in relationships every. I sound like a hater. Women be in relationships. <laughs> <laughs> and they posting every single man they've like dealt with. Like, why are you po- are you posting men to let us know that you get men? Like, is that what it? Like, why do you do that? Like, you don't have to post every single body you mess with. Like that. Why? And if you do, fine. I'll just unfollow you and I'll mute you. Like, that's crazy. I'm not a hater. I just don't want to see that. Just like how I don't want to see certain ads on my profile, I remove your profile. And you are allowed to, but like, if you catch yourself seeing someone with Bottega Veneta's and you know that you don't even like mules, but then the next outfit you post is in some mules because you seek the validation to show people that you can afford to get the current shoe. Ooh. Check yourself. Ooh. Return the shoe. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Take the post down because you know that's not even your style. It's a lot of those on Instagram. Yeah. Like, be real. A lot of girls did not like mules because they was given 70s vibes. They said but not. They, them was grandma shoes. I remember. Kitten hit. The girls, the girls being a mule, okay? And let me tell you, the boots, I like the uh, Bottega boots. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, you might Bottega. see them on my feet next fall. But um, yeah. the, the heels, the ones with the, the net in the front, be Honestly, honest. when I seen it on Chrissy Teigen, mm-hmm. it looked nice because she has like a wide ass foot. <laughs> and so I'm happy when shoes can fit her wide feet. But yeah, so on certain people, no. That shit is ugly, and them bitches know it's like they just want to be like. And I if Rihanna do it, anybody want to do it? Cause be, it really be her just setting the vibes with certain shoes. Listen, it's a bunch of shit. Y'all be they wouldn't wear. They just want to wear it because they know people be like, oh, she has money. Oh, she like that's the only reason why y'all know y'all not wearing that shit. Like, let's be honest. Like, how does it make sense for the first thing you to do is when you wake up is to open your phone. And validate someone else and you haven't even did it to yourself. No. Listen. Listen, listen, listen. I even, sometimes, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm talking about them people. Sometimes I am them people. Yeah. I catch myself about the body. I am the niggas. I am the bitches. I'm talking We're about talking me. about I'm ourselves. Even, if you think I'm talking about you, I'm really talking about me. This is for me. This is for me to go back and listen and say, oh, you're talking about yourself, bitch. Yeah. But I catch myself on expensive ass websites. Yeah. Like, what? You, it's because I see an action on social media and I want validation. I want people to be like, oh, Vicky could afford that shit It's too. like the relationship black people have to buy a Mercedes. Oh, BMW. I want black people to be released from the shackles of BMW. BMW and Mercedes. Black people have just such like a relationship. No shade. Get your bins. Do what you got to do. Do what but you got to do. <laughs> them parts is expensive, baby. Girl. Do what you want, but I think that we should really focus. Is it truly what I want? Why am I seeking this validation? What does this do for me really at the end of the day? And what am I lacking inside that causes me to go seek it somewhere else? Um, Good question. Ask me to myself, but keep going because I don't want to get like, wow, sad. <laughs> but like I said earlier, like having healthy boundaries is a part of not have, having or ending up in a bad codependent situation to like go back with like to my mom or the dynamic I do sometimes 
where I have to build boundaries with people. If my mom calls me, mm-hmm. usually she's calling asking for something. She's asking me to do something. She's asking me to something on WhatsApp. You know how parents are. They mm-hmm. actually be like, "How do you do this?" Do you if she's phone? calling me, I just won't pick up the phone mm-hmm. on the first on the first call. Like, I'll give it two or three hours, and I will call her back. She'd be like, "I figured it out," and I'm like, "Good." Because I know you truly did not need me. I know you weren't calling to check up on me. Sometimes it's like I try to play it because what if this is the last call? I'd be like, oh, I don't want my last call for mom to be like, I didn't pick up. Because, you know, sometimes I think about shit like that. Because, you know, yeah, you I'm sick. <laughs> but hello, you never know. Like, life is really short. And I tell it her is. all the time, like, don't leave me here. But, yeah, I have to build boundaries. I don't always pick up the first call because I feel like she's asking me for something. And, um, you need your boundaries and if you don't have them, so you wouldn't help her with something on Facebook. The way parents operate, sometimes they manipulate you in a way like you don't have a choice. (laughs) So if I didn't, she'd be like, you need to be able to help me. Like if I don't, if you can't explain this to me, like, what am I supposed to do? And I'd be like, well, what if I was dead? But you're not. But what if I was? But you're alive. It's like when you go back, when I, whenever I go back home, there's all these errands for me to run, apparently, that she couldn't run if I wasn't here. And I'd be like, what if I was not here? Like, you do it anyways. But I think in her head, her showing me that she still needs me shows some type of importance. But honestly, it just makes me feel like a personal assistant. <laughs> Like, it doesn't make me feel appreciated. That's not my love language. Oh, but. she she says that makes you should feel important? She'd be like, oh, you know I need you. You know I love you. I'm like, that's not the way I like to receive love. And sometimes that's your parents don't, don't even that's notice. Not love for me. No, it's not. Like, I don't... I like to be helpful, but I don't like to be used. And damn it, if, if I feel used and I feel like someone's crossing my boundaries to use me, baby, that's the one way to mm-hmm. get cut off by me. But, yeah, I just create healthy boundaries, not even just with your parents, with your friends. Um, yeah. What about you? How do you create your boundaries to not be in, like, unhealthy codependent situations? Define unhealthy. Meaning it's usually an inconvenience. So, if someone is... If you're is, talking to somebody like me, I'm, nothing's an inconvenience to me most of the time. Because you think because you can do it, it's not an inconvenience. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you have to do it. But it's not an inconvenience to me. Because you think... Inconvenience for me is like... Like me, let's say I'm at work. And somebody calls me like, Yo, I really need your help. I'm about to get arrested. Can you can you come get me from this place right now? That's an inconvenience because I'm on the clock. But if I'm off the clock... Like, let's say it's like six. It's like this time right now. Well, this time too late. <laughs> six. <laughs> Don't call me at this time. If it's like 637, like, if I'm off break and somebody asks for my help, that's not inconvenience to me. I could come right now. But why are they calling you? Why are they not calling their parents? Why are they not calling their... Their parents are dead. Is that your fault? But it's not an inconvenience. <laughs> you're choosing for it That's to not, not my fault that their parents Your died. situation is like, oh, on, if I could do it, I can help. But, but no, I still say no. If I can do it, I still say no because I don't have to. I'm not obligated. I think You're not obligated, but 
for me, if it's not inconvenient, I'll help anybody. Except if you backstab me. But other than that, I'll help anybody. My situation is not the same. I won't help anybody and everybody because it's just not fair to just pour out that much energy if I don't have to. And that's how I build boundaries because I'm a person that people always call to ask for help for mm-hmm. in any situation. So I've learned to say no or just be like, no. But I, what if it's I'm not, not inconvenient? Even if it's not, I'll still say no. Why? Because I'm not obligated and You're not obligated, but and I no just, one I have no priorities other than myself. But like if, my friends are a priority, my family is a priority, but it never surpasses if I don't feel like doing it. So like let's say it's Saturday, you're free, you're not working, you're it's not early, you well rested, you had breakfast, somebody asks you for an easy favor. Is it still enough? What's the easy favor? Oh, Pre, um, something was mailed to your house. Oh no! Can you? My check was mailed to your house. Can you deposit at the bank for me? Today, right now. Anytime. You're free. Okay. Oh, so see, see, you made it seem like you say no. But it won't be in their time frame. It'll be in my time frame. I'll give. I'll. I make my boundaries. I'm like, not today because it's Saturday and it's very last minute, but. I'm going to give you a window and if it doesn't work for you, you can, you can call someone else to come to my house to pick it up when I, whenever I'm home, when, when they can come pick it up. I won't make myself, I can't go to the extreme to like go out of my way for people because no one's going to go out of their way for you like the way you would for yourself. So I don't do that anymore. That's why. Respect. I understand I'm available, but going out of my way, no. Respect. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, the way you made it seem like you say no to literally everything. I was just checking you say no to literally everything. There's, there will be constraints as to how I can do it. Okay. It'll, it'll never be like, no, I'm not going to do it your way. I'm going to do it my way. Okay. Rules, boundaries. I need them. Because if I don't, baby, I'm going to be walked all over upon and I'm going to be very mad carrying guilt and shit that I don't need to carry. Because it's not my responsibility. It's not. That's the thing. I, I feel like I take responsibility for a lot of people being an empath. So that's how I solve it. What did you say? Being what? An empath. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm. Like there's no way to secure your future if you're securing someone else's present. It's not easy being the person to break the general generational curses. So. What, what, do you, what do you mean by that? Drewski, what's the first sentence? So when I say like there's no way to secure your future if you're securing someone else's, mm-hmm. like if someone is asking you to do them a favor that you haven't even done for yourself, why are you doing it? Just because you're my friend doesn't mean I have to. We can just, you can be what's, my friend. What's but... the favor? So if someone is asking you to sign for a car and... Or sign for a house mm-hmm. or sign for a credit card. Because mm-hmm. sometimes that happens yeah, where you ask right. people, ask a friend to sign for an apartment, sign for a car, sign for a credit card. Y'all are some good friends, but crazy codependent friends. Um, they ask you to run them that favor. And it's something that you probably haven't done for yourself. Like, uh-huh. say, for instance, you've been, like, building your credit and you know that you want to get, like, 
a chase travel card because you know eventually you're going to start taking trips Mm -hmm. and someone asks you like hey can you sign for this card with me or allow me to be a co-signer on it or something it's something that you don't have to do but why are you going out of your way to do that if that's something that you were supposed to do for yourself or you never had the opportunity like i'm not going to close out an opportunity for myself to do it for someone else Okay. Even if I can, even if I feel like it's not going to be an issue, mm-hmm. even if I feel like I'm not going to have to put any money out other than my name, mm-hmm. I still won't do it. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm just aware of the reality of life that things don't always go as planned. So you not just like, okay, friends, I wouldn't do that for a friend, but if it's your mother or your grandmother. Or... No. Depending on the situation, I'm just going to say no for it. Because I'll have to create a boundary or a restraint around it. I'll be like, if they said, oh, can you sign for a car for me? I'd be like, no, I can't sign for a car, but I'll definitely pay for a rental for you for a month. (laughs) Do you see the difference? (laughs) Do you see the difference? (laughs) Hey, this chick funny as fuck. That's the difference. I'm not, I I can't. I can't do something for you that I haven't done for myself. See, that's even the, if I can. That's the difference. I wouldn't. I'm not paying for rental for a month for you. I'm not doing that. I'll sign. You, you said my mom, my grandma. I do that for my mother. Yes, yes. Your my homegirl. mom, my homegirl. What homegirls? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, all my homegirls are considered like cousins right now. <laughs> she said, well, I was gonna say somebody name so they could be like, oh damn, pre went to the first. It's still a no. Say anybody name. It's a hard no. Hey. I'm gonna say friend, I love you. No, I'll I'll give you a hundred dollar Uber card. Oh, I mean that's good luck. One hundred fifty. That luck. that's a couple rides. Hey, but in New York, that ain't a couple. That's yeah. like four rides. <laughs> three. <laughs> Let's be real. On a good day, that's three rides. Bitch, that's two rides in New York. Yeah, going, going to, to the, the airport, <laughs> coming back. That's about two rides. I mean, nah, respect. I, I wouldn't do that for no homegirl. For my mother, I'll probably sign. I'm not even going to lie to you. And that's fair. My dad, mm, I hope he's not listening. <laughs> I don't know for my dad. Yeah, my dad, nothing. Not a niche, zero. <laughs> not even a thought. Not even a thought. Not even a possibility in this reality or the next. No shade, but that's true. But, I mean, it be like that. Daddy, like, what did daddy be doing? Like, we all... Shout out to my mama. Yeah, shout out to my mom. <laughs> and shout out to my brother who's like my dad. So. Shout out to my brother. Shout, shout out, out to, to my, my brother. mama. Yeah, that's where we're going to be at. Yeah, that's it for me. I mean, <laughs> sorry, dad. But um, no codependent relationships in 2021, guys. Yeah, let's not codepend. Let's not validate. And sickness and validation. Don't seek validation. You don't need it. You're beautiful. You have the money. You're beautiful. You have the funds. You're you capable. Fun. You look good. You look good. You look great. For real. Repetition is real. In order to have anything, you have to have repetition. In order to make money, you have to repeatedly go to work, repeatedly check in, repeatedly do your job. There's no way to make anything. Listen, you guys don't need to post on IG. You're amazing. Right. We believe in you. You're going to get that job. You're going to be that dope dealer. You're going to be that CEO. Listen. It can happen. And close friends is not where you should seek it at all. The selfies that you put in there don't need to go on close friends. Just because your close friends say you're beautiful don't mean that's not already there. It, listen, where I, where I be posting my close friends? 
Mm, you don't really... It'd be my finsta. It'd be my finsta. My finsta. Yeah, Vicky. Follow me on finsta, but no, nah, I ain't gonna uh, accept y'all. Never mind. I'm joking. Relax. Um, <laughs> and if you a nigga, you not getting in my close friend. Oh, that's not happening. Um, but... I think, you know what, Um, sidebar, I think I'm at the point where I've been having this conversation with myself for a couple months now, and I'm just like, why do I have men on social media? Um, I love boys, so... I... <laughs> <laughs> she said boys y'all I love boys <laughs> so that's why I have y'all on my social media I think I think I don't want them there I mean men men. honestly I'm gonna see men regardless because they're everywhere people repost stuff and put things in their story that's like why I don't follow the shade room or ball alert there's no reason for me to follow them no. because people will DM it to me and someone posts it in their story so I'm just like why do I follow men? Like men are they're cool, they're great. Like men, I don't want you guys to think I'm gay, but I mean gay, like guys. I just mean like why do I have them on social media? I I Twitter I'll keep. There some of them be funny on Twitter. Some some people some, are funny on Twitter, some, but Instagram some. it's not giving what it's supposed I to give. I like D one pop. Like you know I got a crush he's, on Poe. Yeah, he's an exception. But the rest of y'all I have y'all cause I I love y'all. I love men. I I Never mind. Let me stop talking. <laughs> I think I'm gonna unfollow men. All of them, for the most part. So you just gonna have your brother? But who brother. do I really follow? How many How many people you follow? A I, thousand. I follow way too much. I think I'm gonna cut that down. But honestly, I just follow some people because they follow me. But that's all gonna end because I really don't be caring for some people post. No, gee shit. Like it's some people I've been because I have the same Instagram from when we first got on Instagram, like 2012. Mm-hmm. I've been following the same people. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all about to get on follow. Yeah, I'm about to do like a couple hundred. A cleanse. A cleanse. A real cleanse. I'm gonna just remove people. Yeah, if you don't follow me, no shade, okay. baby. It's not tit for tat. I really not, didn't care for you. If you don't follow everybody, if you don't. Keep yourself following people that you actually speak to. You know how much following you would have? Yeah. Maybe 80. Not even. That's rare. Maybe 30. That's rare. It's basically the amount of people that's on my (laughs) fence. If you're not on my fence, baby, (laughs) I'm going to have the same amount. That's about like 18 people. (laughs) (laughs) No shame, but that's really what it is. You know, it's crazy. I went through my fence and I did a cleanse. Like I, I'm sorry. How many people you had? I had too much people, bro. I, I'm not even gonna say any names right now. But Kim was like, "Did you following the whole fucking world on your fence? It's not a fence. Yeah, I just did a cleanse. I don't it defeats the purpose. I don't follow a lot of people, and they probably like, "Why the fuck she blocked me?" But it was no shade. It was just like it was too many people. Like y'all fucking up the vibes. And it. some people are really just trying to be nosing. Yeah, I realize a lot of people are just really trying to keep tabs. They're not really that invested or interested into you. Listen, people don't give a fuck. Don't. Here's another thing. Don't let people confuse you. Right. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't. They watch your story. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. That boy doesn't care. Mm. I don't know. Who needs to hear that? He doesn't care. <laughs> he does not. And that nigga don't... I could be talking to me. Look. <laughs> All my crushes watch my damn story. They don't give a fuck about me. <laughs> Jesus. God bless. My crushes, listen, my all my crushes watch my story. They don't give a fuck about me. And yeah. it's okay. And it, it's okay. I block the niggas I like. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why you block them? Just cause there's no reason for you to have access to me. Oh, I feel that. I feel like I think I'm gonna start blocking my crushes. If I have a crush on you and you notice you can't see me no more. 
That's why. It's literally like that whenever, like, me or um, my best friend, whatever, we come across someone's page who's fine as fuck, and they probably got, like, less than, like, 5K followers, like, something real low, mm-hmm. and then we see they got a girlfriend, they get blocked off oh, rip. Oh, if you have a girlfriend. It's like, no I don't wanna... Listen, listen. I got Trevante Rhodes blocked. What the fuck? <laughs> like. <laughs> listen. If you have a girlfriend, it's this one boy I had a crush on since 2019. And I have a crush on a lot of people. They just don't know. Right. He started posting his girlfriend. Oh, God. Blocked. What the fuck? I don't want to see this content. I follow you for you because you cute. Right. Stop fucking posting your girlfriend. I'll block you. You on vacations with her and shit? Like, what? That's really disrespectful. You hurting my feelings now. I thought you kind of liked me. But again, remember, guys, I told you, he watching your story, he don't give a fuck. Right. So, they be I, the first one to I watch thought, your story. I, I thought wrong. I thought he gave a fuck about me. He watched my story. He, he posted his girlfriend. Yeah. It be like that. I unfollow. I block. I'm going to unfollow him. No reason he, to have access to He me. got one more time to post his girlfriend. Unfollowing him. Why are why people following people when they got girlfriends? You should block him so he should know, like, you actively (laughs) and then it creates drama in their head like what What did did i do do? i didn't even speak to that girl like yeah it causes them to reach out oh he reached out to me guys yeah especially when the situation ends and they realize they're not following you that's the way listen listen i'm waiting for them to break up hit dog gonna holler and a lost dog gonna always find his own (laughs) hey block them and unblock them they gonna know where to go right he gonna come home? He gonna come home. Oh, pretty don't tell me that. Like Bobby. Stop. He gonna come home. Stop. Pretty coming? He gonna come home. Please. Well, not for everybody in every situation. Because if he ain't, uh, he ain't, if he was with you in the beginning, girl, he not gonna be with you in the end. He, he wasn't with me. Every situation is different. Okay. So Denial I'm... is a part of that too. Let's, yeah. But he's coming home. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because I had a crush on him. And... He wasn't my favorite. And also, whenever you have crushes, um, I learned this from someone. They said, I don't have crushes. I make moves. Ooh. I like that. What's the point of having a crush if you're not going to make the move? You know, I should have made the move because he got a girlfriend. And it's never too late. He- I've definitely sent this to someone's DM and they told me they had a girlfriend. I said, well, the number will still be active when it ends. Pretty, and they I were like, screamed. wow. I almost screamed. Girl, I would have gave you my number. I would have said fucking, I would have called you. I would have said, I think I'm going to end that with them and come to you. I would have said yeah. that. What the, that's big dick energy. That's big puss energy. The yeah, fuck? big puss energy. What the fuck? Hey, I'm going to start saying, I'm going to DM him. I'm kidding. She's lying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, all in all though, let's, let's focus on not being codependent and not seeking validation and focus, focusing that on something else. Focus on yourself. You're beautiful. You're handsome. You're beautiful. You're rich. You're capable. You're more capable. than capable. You have a big dick. You have wet pussy. <laughs> you're the shit. And you're deserving. You deserve it. And if you don't think you deserve it, that's the problem right there. That, listen. You're beautiful. Yes. <laughs> You're beautiful. It's true. Yes, and this was episode two of God Bless the 20 Somethings. You know where to follow us. Follow us at GBD 20 Somethings. And you can follow me at Predenden, P R E D E N D E N. And follow me on my personal at underscore V I C K A A A Y E. 
Don't forget to stream this episode and every episode on iHeart, Google Play, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And maybe other platforms to come soon. Um, but yes, thanks for taking checking us out. God bless the 20 somethings. We out. Here. Bye.